All right, y'all, we are back for another show on the Threads and Dreads podcast little network we got going on here. We are our first interview of ever, really. Yeah. I interviewed Eric once, but that didn't go great, and we deleted it. <laughs> um, but today, in studio, we have the one, the only, Terry the Don. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It feel good to be here. What's happening, man? I'm happy good. we finally got you. It's kind of been a long time coming. No, it's I was like, happy it's been a to, shop. I was gonna say it's been a minute since you've been at the shop. Mm. I was happy that when people were talking about doing more interview shows with people around, you were definitely one of the first people I thought of. Just because every time you come, it's always just like good, fun conversation. It's always the fun. I mean, yeah. even before this, we're just mm-hmm. light dogging on Will Smith. And now we have mics, so now we can just, we just do record it. This way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah now we just true. record it. Um, for people who don't know, Terry is a man with many hats. Honestly, I mean, what do you got going on? I know you back in painting. Yeah, we yeah. got some fashion stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, poetry. Uh, I'm trying to get into journalism to some degree. Yeah, and I want to do like some video essays. I got a little bit that I'm trying to get done. I mean, I feel like you're just a good creative person that yeah. always brings like a good energy. That's very. Um, you're just like, yeah. Let's just try a bunch of different shit and like just throw it on the wall. And yeah, see this thing. and I think that's a good way to diversify mm-hmm. who you who you are. And mm-hmm. we we're talking about a little bit earlier of just helps you from not getting stale on stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like, funny. and I think that's a big issue that like a lot of people get. That you think being able to do all those things, just like, you like doing it because it's just random shit to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, man, I can just like, I can do this. You can do it all. Poetry? Yeah. It's writing. Think about it. I do it. Yeah. I'm reading. It's like, it's all in your capability. It's just like your mindset to be like, yeah, do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. What uh, what you been getting into painting-wise, though? Uh, I've been working on a couple paintings, but I know I finished the last one that I posted was um, the church burns in the pinkest hue. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one with the church. It had the two. It had the couple. Dude, you yeah. Me? I fuck yeah, with. Yeah. What's the size on that? That's a thirty-six by forty-eight. All the all the paintings that I've been posting is all the same size. Okay, so they're all. That's like a nice size. It's too. been a good size, but I got another one I've already finished. I'm just sitting on it. I was trying to get some stuff done on the on the business aspect of it, but I'll be posting that this week. I was gonna say I think I like just the sporadic, and I think even with clothing it works too that i think now it's almost sporadic dropping mm-hmm. of like showing people stuff because you're getting so much all the time that's right that it's like you drop a big line or like you drop three paintings all at once it's like by next week a lot of that like momentum that you're trying to build on them it just goes away so quick now. that's a fact yeah you gotta you gotta stretch it out and with the social media era that we're living in people play about what they see so on a daily yeah. basis you know what i'm saying like a social media day is is almost a week it, literally 100 percent. you know what i'm saying so the it, next day it's another it's another monday it's there. a brand new day yeah exactly. and it's like still now i'm fucking everyone's posting all this dumb shit where it's like now i gotta know i gotta save your post i gotta fucking mm-hmm. post it on my story then i gotta like it it's, it's like a lot, it's a lot going they're on. like here's the order of stuff that you should do and i'm like mm. dude i'm not i'm not saving anything usually mm. I, don't, I don't even know what that button's for is that for mm. me to just go look at old pictures again i just screenshot that shit oh, keep pushing yeah i do a little bit of screenshots and everything see i don't really collect them i'll just if i have something that i like i'll either just share it with someone or i'm just screenshotting that shit yeah. I mean, but, no, I do both because I screenshot and then I, I definitely use the, uh, the what is it called? The, like, save factor? Yeah, the save thing because I do the Insta snaps and everything else. And I know how you see how I do my Insta snaps yeah. with the photos, the quotes, sometimes videography. I love that. It's like an amalgamation of thoughts. So you can do that on a daily basis and to keep people interested on your page. And you don't even got to actually be making artwork. It's like, it's just mood boards, daily it, mood boards. 100%. Yeah, and people love that because it gives them an idea of an aesthetic and people love aesthetics. And I think, I really do think that helps create a more personality behind someone as opposed to everyone doesn't need to be doing like dumb videos where they're just Mm. yelling at you that a vintage store is open that's a fact that's a fact you know but like you can't create yeah Mm. we're open um but no if you have that ability to like collect these like mood board style like Mm. images and like even like poetry essay parts like mm-hmm. anything that just helps create like an identity behind you it's nice because then people like see your stuff and they have more context that's to a it. fact they need to care about your personality not your personal life yeah and that's exactly what i've realized on myself people we latch on the characters we don't latch on the people that's why if you have a that, character on social media you win 100, it happens all the time that is the truth i say that shit about 
athletes now. Yeah. Everyone's like, back in the day, everyone had to be like a fucking hero. And it's yeah. like, yeah, the Michael Jordan on court is a personality. That's a fact. Like, that's who he is on the court. Like, outside of it, you're not like, yeah, son, when you grow up, you're going to have a real big gambling problem, smoking tons of cigars. Oh, no. Nah. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not taking the whole lifestyle. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just want to be really good. Like, That's a fact. you want the personality of the person. It's like who they actually are in real life. It don't is, matter. And if you can separate those two, it's even be. fucking better. Yeah, social media is the new Hollywood, in my personal opinion. And we got the A-class people yeah. who do it really well. You got B, C, and D, you feel me? I'm just trying to progress. Oh, shit, You dude. get better on social media, you get more money in your pocket. And Damn. I want my artwork to speak to that because I'm not trying to be one of those, uh, what is it called, the broke narrative where the artist is barely making it. That's oh, not yeah, be and then the starving artist. The starving yeah. artist. I'm, no, I want to chew on something. And song. then you die, and then it's everything. Yeah, no, fuck that. Skyrocket. Yeah, no, it don't, make no, it just, it don't need to. I'm, tw- I'm about to be 21 in 10 days. I've done some stuff that a lot of people have even chose to do and it's only because i'm pushing myself to just keep moving and it's, it's really simple i think Damn, a lot of people they like overthink 20? it yeah i just think people overthink the process and when you do that you're not you're, stun- you're stunting growth you got to fail for it so if you just do things and just throw it at the, at the walls we yeah. were talking about something's gonna stick and that's what people need you need momentum so people can see what you're doing you just got to throw yourself out, out in the water and see uh, absolutely i think out. that's like if you're just if you're continuously doing stuff you're gonna grow mm-hmm. a base no matter what you're doing that's fair. it's like there's going to be people who are like, I fucking hate this. And it's like, yep. cool. Then those people are going to unfollow you. Mm-hmm. The people who are still following you and shitting on you are just people who, for those just, anyone who does that secretly likes you. Yep. They just want your downfall. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I can, I've never committed to just posting some, like, dogged someone shit on Instagram ever. Because I'm like, I just don't care enough. Yeah. It takes effort to care about someone to send, like, you suck, dude. Your yeah, shit no, is whack as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm never send that because I just don't care enough. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, for someone to care about you that much is like even a huge goal to have. That's where it's right. like, yeah. no matter what, what it really like, mm-hmm. you know, I can just be annoying. That's not a huge feeling. Yep. But if someone like fucking hates you, you're they like, damn. Have some, yeah. Feelings is more than anything. I mean, if you can make somebody feel that mean that you won. I forgot the director, but he had like this idea for a TV show where basically the TV show was to make people angry. It happened like in the 50s. Okay. And I remember that when he was shooting like the pilot for it, he would show it to the people, like the, the editors and stuff. And they'll be like, what's the point of the show? It just made people angry. So what happened was he would start the show and then out of nowhere it would just pause. And then people just stare into the onto the uh, onto the TV and be like, "Just What's a going black on? screen." Yes. And then by the end of it, he was like, "That's the television show. I just want to make people angry." And he was Damn. like, "He was like, no, this is stupid." But he he was talking about, "No, that's that's artwork. That is a insane. That's definitely an artwork. It's so much subjectivity to this. That, was in the fifties. It was in the fifties. I forgot his name, and if I, if I, if I can remember it, I'll tell you." Yes, and it's so fascinating because I'm giving a lukewarm version of it. That might have been the man's name. Was it Orson Welles trying? Yeah, like did some something. Yep, he, he was an asshole, okay. but he was genius. He, it was the guy who did. You remember the Jim Carrey uh, documentary? He was at, playing as a um, comedian. It was Kaufman. That's was the it whole, Kaufman? Yes, he had ideas. Oh, so that would have had to have been. No, it could have been Kaufman. 60s, 50s. 60s, 50s. Yeah, I might have been okay. off on, on a decade. Yep. It might have been off on a decade, but yep, that's yeah. the whole situation. Yeah, because Andy Kaufman was also yeah. just like a living art piece, I it believe. It was, yeah. but that's how it's supposed But think about it. A lot of these people predicted how it is now in 2021. You can think about Dali. How oh, he yeah. Had, he, was, he, he over-exemplified who he was, but because of that, that's why people latched on to him so much. And it is, there are people that you see back in the day that you're like, oh, this person would have fucking thrived. crushed. They would have thrived, yeah. They would have been. Yeah. Picasso, specifically, well, his, he had so much vigor and character. Oh, it would have been crazy. He probably would have had a lot of sex allegations, though, specifically That's, in our era. Oh, but trust you know me, what I'm saying? He would have made the money. Number one thing I always think back to, like when people, because now everyone is like, dude, if there's a girl with a fake ID backstage somewhere, everyone in the room is heading right to jail. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. How many people were getting carded going on the fucking Rolling Stones Back bus? Then, yeah. On the Beatles the bus? Of that is very low. That's what I'm saying. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, dude, yep. and even further back. Who's my homeboy who married his, like, 16-year-old cousin? Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis, dude. That's foul. Like, That's all these people were so fucked foul. up back then. Yeah. But it goes to show that the thing that lasted wasn't these stories mm-hmm. or, like, these people being, like, Picasso in real life? Not, not a, a good great guy. guy. Not a good guy. Cop, huge piece of shit guy. He was. Carried a gun around all the time. Yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Like, there's just... Separating the person from... That's yeah. what you're supposed to speaking of that. How do y'all feel about that? Because personally, that's what I do when people talk about Kanye and everything. It's the only way you can do it. I, I 100 you, you have to. I think there is a combination of like stuff that stands the test of time, too, just in like 
its value as whatever like artistic thing it is. Like, mm-hmm. if it was like hot for a minute, and then it's just like a fucking one hit wonder. You forgot the band existed, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that dude's like a pedophile." You're like, "Yeah, fuck that guy. Like, fuck that guy. Fuck that yeah. band. That's, That's great." The song, but I mean- it's but for like mm-hmm. for people who have songs that like a Michael Jackson or something, it's like there is a solid argument that like, yeah, dude, the dude was still like. Michael Jackson like you remember him as who he was Mm -hmm. you try not to remember it's hard now because everyone is just cashing in on fucking documentaries and stuff Mm -hmm. but the scandal yeah Mm -hmm. like scandal stuff like that unfortunately like does come and go Mm -hmm. and like the legacy of those people just always does live on it's like again Picasso like a bunch of fucking artists are fucking psychopaths dude like Andy Warhol Probably not a great fucking dude. Andy was very odd. <laughs> like, all yeah. these dudes were just yeah. bizarre human beings, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, like, we don't think about him in that term. Mm-hmm. We're not like, oh, that weirdo. No. We're like the genius. No, we care about, we care about legacy, man. It's the truth. We see it all the time. And I don't, our generation is very is hypersensitive, and yeah. it's unfortunate because it's not going to help us in the long run. And I'm trying to find ways to work around that on my end because, you know, I'm young, but at the same time, I'm very aware of what's going on around me. Yeah. I don't like it whatsoever because I want to have honest conversations. And unfortunately, you can't even do that no more. It is There is, like, a huge issue of just, like, people, like, I think when people dance around stuff like that, it, destroys it, it makes it even worse yes, and it more uncomfortable. It's just having, like, the tactile discussion abilities of, like, talking to anyone where you're just like, yeah, obviously I'm not just saying some like wild foul shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, just that mentality to me is just so crazy. It's like, it's scary. Yeah. It's and very it, scary. It's now they have people getting like shit taken down off like Twitter and fucking mm-hmm. Facebook and yep, shit. Yep, and yep, like, yep. that is, I get that it's private business. So, I mean, it's just a weird. It's a weird zone to be in. Because it's an endless hole. We don't know how far it's going to get. And if exactly. you start controlling people's language, that means that we don't have freedom no more. That's why I'm very I'm hesitant on that. Because think about it. The idea of freedom of speech basically allows for other people to have viewpoints that are outside of yourself. Yeah. And due to that, that's why like the KKK is able to be able to withstand the test of time, even though it's something we don't agree to. Yeah. They should at least be able to have their viewpoint. They don't understand that whole dichotomy. Like it's You get the good and the bad. And it can get really bad. It can get really, get really good. They don't want that. You can't yeah. halt. You can't. Halt I think that. it's that's exactly. Yeah, and that's the nature of it. But people don't want that no more. To they just have that. one side of it negates the concept of freedom. And, and that's the problem. People don't see it that way. Yeah, and that's very. It's a dangerous hole. And I don't know how. I think it's going to get worse. And I don't think that the people who are in charge are trying to aid in us getting back to a more comfortable a better, space. Yeah, where we can actually better with people who we don't agree with. We don't agree with. And I do all the time, but. It's not a normal I, thing. No I more. think it is. It's almost to me. It almost seems like a weird. Like, it's sad that's like a niche group of people that are all just able to be like, oh yeah, I totally understand how to have like a conversation with someone of like a different race or like mm-hmm. a different gender political or a di- different political viewpoint, like yep. anything like that, and not just fucking immediately start firing off yeah. like war missiles. At no, no, no. Like, it shouldn't be like that. I get it. Yeah. It's. As long as it's the same with anything, as long as someone's not throwing something in my face, it's like, cool, that's like your opinion. Like, if when people come and knock on my door asking if I know about Jesus, go away. Stop, like, that coming simple? to it's me. That but you don't want, like, if you're having a normal conversation, it's not the end of the world. It's yeah. just like, it's sad that there's like a small group, though, that seems to be like, yeah, that's how it should be. And it and should everyone be normalized because is... you sound crazy when you start to tell people this stuff. Yeah. And it's uh, and I think with the with how polarizing what happened with um, you know, with like the elections and everything else, yeah. it made people very like just hyper emotional in all aspects. And re- regarding like race right now and everything else, it's just making it worse on all ends. I, I think too that a lot of interaction through like phones and media and stuff like that it's is it's not good because it just really stunts people's emotional growth, (laughs) which is what you learn through like interpersonal conversation with someone Mm -hmm. and learning social cues and stuff. Yeah. Physical dominance, what they're trying to say indirectly having the ability to be like, Oh, okay. I can like see someone and like, just be like, yeah. All right. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not just like making like crazy assumptions. I'm not doing like wild shit. It's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're just like, okay. I've met a bunch of people. If this person is crazy, I have like, it, my brain has red flags that get thrown up that I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, I can just like get out of this. I don't have to argue back. I can just be like, 
oh, this is going to be like a totally like mute point, so I don't need yeah, to get involved. Need to even like, go that far. Yeah. It's like I'm here mm-hmm. to have like fun conversation. It's not like I want to just be like scolded about. It's like everyone wants that mic drop moment. Like, that's yeah. what social media is based for, that's, though. Yeah. Like Twitter. Oh, like, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't work yeah. that way. And you got to think, too, conversations that's important usually last like hours. And it's not something that you could just hit and then just be done with. <laughs> it's a lot of things you got to break down with barriers. You got to talk about the past. You can talk about the future. You got to understand people where they come from. And you don't get that on social media. But that's the basis of how we communicate now. And that's the other yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're gaslighting you. And, that's, 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 and a fact. that's the thing, too, is that's you get fact. people who are just enjoying the like third-party perspective of this conversation mm-hmm. and actively fucking with it, just saying while stuff. other people are trying to have like this really dumb conversation that you're like, you're not even face-to-face. You don't even know each other, and you're just doing this through a fucking like thread on Facebook. Yeah, the threads don't work. While some other dude is just posting dumb memes and saying really stupid shit, yeah. and you guys are getting mad at him now, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you're probably have, on the wrong areas. You, you know don't need it. No. I feel like it was like, unfortunately. It's not a productive way to, no. to communicate. Not at when, all. When older people got a hold of Facebook, dude, things really started going, like, way down. Because they, they don't know. Like, we understood. Yeah. We were like, all right, this dude's fucking with you, man. Yeah, like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right, right. But, like, an adult's like, he said they're building a base on the moon. Yeah. And, they, yeah, I gave him a million right, bucks. Right. Like, That's it's just right. dumb shit that, like, everyone getting, like, to the internet was just, like, that's when all the floodgates open, and people who just don't have common sense or know. any logic at all are just like, now I'm on here, and now I get to say what I want. And you're like, cool. And people argue, and you're like, this is so fucking pointless. It shouldn't be like this. Like, are you – what happens when – do you win somehow no. on those arguments? I mean, I mean, for social media stances probably, but in, <laughs> like, but in real context, no. But it doesn't matter. It, just, it doesn't. It does not. And there's no fun to it either. No, no, no. Social media is, is draining. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> your social media friends can affect you as much as it is. Actually, it may, it may affect you more than the actual people that's in your personal life. And that is just odd. The brain works very, very weirdly to me. It, Especially now, we're not allowed to hang out with people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Due to COVID and with that, and I don't even want to talk about the COVID situation because yeah. I don't agree with the terms of a lot of this stuff. It's, I mean, yeah, our democracy is not even a democracy no more. A lot of things are just going down, just going down very fast. Dude, very it's fast. the beginning of the end, man, and we're just, we're so. living through it. I believe so. We're, we're podcasting it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's going, keep, <laughs> yeah, let's keep it. We're let's podcasting keep it, light, it real let's keep it time. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I want to talk about some Spencer Hodge stuff. Oh, for sure. We can definitely talk about my, my brother. So man. what has been happening over there, dude? Yeah, so Spencer Hodges is a brand from Cleveland that was created by my brother Tyrone Sledge, and it's been going really well. We just uh, got our varsities recently, like in the last week and a half. It was I was going to say, dude. Yeah, that's the varsity. It's the varsity right here. Yep. Dude, I fucked with the photo shoot, too, thank dude. You, thank you, thank that you. That was. You. Appreciate it. I just love, because you guys did tease, too, right? Yeah, we did tease with uh, Frico, Frico Rico from that- Atlanta. So that's yeah. was who that was. Yeah, that was dude. Frico. I fucking it was that fire. makes me feel even better Frico saying this because I was gonna say I was like they gave me a real Frico like Rico vibe, yes, and I did. didn't want to be like oh man that's a pretty dude that's crazy. Yeah. So Frico Rico, I legend legacy crazy in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, he's done art for Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. He's done art Gucci. for Lil Uzi. He's stuff. done yeah booze. I mean he's yeah. he is. He has a very specific style that's done using markers, uh, crayons, I want to say, and just, like, loose-leaf paper. Mm -hmm. Um, But he just does iconic work, and I just love that style of, like, cartoonish design he does. Especially on garments. looks so good. It looks so fucking good. It looks so good. He – shout out. I know he does um, – fuck, I'm trying to think. Does he have a shoe with someone, maybe? That I am not aware of. I want to say he might have done, but he's been blowing up, and that's yeah, like... Yeah, doing good. There are... It's nice to see a lot of people, like, actually getting big that way through art. Oh, yeah, and through social media. Tyrone understands that. That's why the brand has been able to grow the yeah. way it has in the last year. It's been beautiful just to watch it, because initially I had a little idea I was going to work with on a brand for myself. Yeah. But to see how Tyrone was working, I was, I'm was i able to see all the real business aspects of, of what's it. going on And with it's it. really amazing, yeah, to have a, a brand in the first year. Like, it's so much development you have to take. There's a, it's a lot of risks. ton of risks. Yep. There's so much development. And mm-hmm. it's just figuring out 
your identity behind it. That's a fact. Like, everyone wants to write this, you know, fucking ethos before they even start their brand, mm-hmm. which is, like, fine, I guess. But, yeah, it's, yeah, a, mi- it's a mission statement. Nah. You almost want to have that year of, like, don't just develop it. Yeah, don't it's be like development t- hell in the first year. You're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, you don't want to be tied. You especially don't want to be tied to this mm-hmm. statement of like we're this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah it because does. It it's like it if so you can much. just be whatever, mm-hmm. and that's what it needs to be now. Is like you get a bu- brands that are doing a bunch of different shit. Miscellaneous. It, yeah, it everyone's trying to do like find the new thing that they want to make. That's like fuck it. Yeah. Uh, this dude Blazy who does a bunch of graphic design work for whole bunch of people came out with gummies that the box just has like 3d frogs on surfboards and they're just called extreme fucking frogs and it's like yeah do that like that shit's fun as fuck (laughs) you're probably gonna get a bag from it too yeah you're gonna Mm -hmm. make back you're gonna it's just gonna blow you like help elevate you more to be someone that thinks outside the box Mm -hmm. and that's really what everyone's looking for that's a fact it's opportunity out here and I've seen it now. It's just beautiful to see how it's worked out in this last year. It's going to be the one-year anniversary uh, for the brand, February 28th. And it's just crazy how much has happened in this last year. We got a lot of great things happening this year with that. Uh, you know, follow that at Spencer Hodges USA on Instagram. Okay. Big shout-out. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, we're doing good. I mean, so are you guys kind of – are you guys not just in Cleveland? Are you in Atlanta, too? Oh, yeah, no. Tyrone is the – he is the man. That's his, okay. whole, that's his baby. But he lives in Atlanta, but he's from Cleveland. So we go back and forth when it comes to but production. I think, I think that's nice because yeah. having even, like, two cities, and especially yeah. a city like Atlanta, it's is bubbling. huge. That's why I'm I mean, moving over there. Yeah. I was going to say, I know um, – shout out. I don't know if you know – have you ever heard of Kesachi? That sounds familiar. Uh, sounds he helps familiar. run – um, when the smoke clears, Heard, okay. which is a brand familiar. that I think is operating out of Atlanta now too. Okay. But it's just like, I think a lot of brands are just like moving away from the typical cities no. you need to live in. Yeah, New York is over is oversaturated. California is California. Nobody really care about California. That's what, I agree. I think there's certain, California has certain brands that you think of now. Yeah, and there's cool. just, rude. there's so, so much out there. Mm-hmm. I, I fuck with FTP. Yep. I'll give FTP. And I do fuck with Born and Raised. That's fair. Uh, but I just love that. I think both of them have a great, like, direction. Yeah, they're doing well. Of where they're trying to go. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to start something, definitely go to the outskirts. You know, Texas is doing really well right now. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta right now is bubbling because of the young artistry that's happening out of I there. Was the say. Mu- music controls a lot what happens that has to do with fashion. Yeah. And we see all the time, each decade, it's always the same thing. Somebody latches on to the music, and then it blows up. And with everything we got going on right now, when it comes to the arts, when it comes to go- uh, fashion, go to the places bubbling. It's Atlanta. And I think that it makes a ton of sense, too, because you do have, it starts with, you get this music scene. Mm-hmm. A lot of these dudes in this music scene are playing pro league. I'm trying to outfit you mm-hmm. on like having the craziest shit. So all these stores see these openings. Mm-hmm. Then all these artists are getting like actual money from mm-hmm. people who are like, yo, let me get album art. Let yeah, me that's get fast cash. shit from my house. Let yep, me get, yep, yep, yep. you know, design stuff. Mm-hmm. So people are actually making money off of like, true passions mm-hmm. and that creates such a like cool world oh yeah it's changing that's again. when brands start and that's when all these like big companies that do end up lasting like 10 years it come out of nowhere too it can happen so easily you just got to have the right people around you and that's the i think that's the worst problem that happened with a lot of these uh brands in the first year they have a lot of yes men and they don't like to hear criticisms yeah and that usually stunts their growth and uh, good for us you know we have a very solid team that's around tyrone to get this done so no i think yeah. the yes man thing has always been the biggest Achilles heel of like anyone being creative, especially in Cleveland. I ain't, but <laughs> that's neither it's, there. I, to me, it's just one of those things that like. The only thing I have to say on it is, if I'm someone asks me about something they're making or doing, even if I don't know what the fuck it is, I'm still gonna give like a criticism or something better yeah, than too. it's just good. Yeah, man, it kills you. I, I'm, I'm very honest, and I kind of, I've had to low-key like, kind of peel away from that because I'm brutal to some degree. But, but it's, <laughs> that's what fucking helps. It's but better you for you it. to be like, this isn't good, it's not good versus you sitting there being like, yeah, oh, yeah. this rocks. Because what's going to happen is they're going to invest their money, they're going to put all this opportunity and time into it, and then it's not going to work. And then they're going to be looking around like, man, I thought y'all said it was good. I don't want to be a part of that. Don't say, I already told you up front. Oh, don't yeah. do it. <laughs> now, if it's a good 
good idea. I'm gonna be there right next to you. Like, yeah, this is the one. Prime example. Um, my friend Javi and um Tone, they have an amazing brand that they're doing right now, and they're coming from Cleveland, and it's going really well, in my personal opinion. They just got their uh name and everything else, but the garments that they're making is just perfect. I love them. I love them. What kind of what kind of stuff they did? Man, they just did this little... recent. They did a recent hoodie, and it was a smile hoodie. So you got the, it has smile, and then in the S, it's an actual smiley face, and then the back, okay. it's this huge smile in the background, in the back, in the back of the uh, hoodie. And I just thought it was so simple, but simplicity. If you could do it well, it could be something that could be timeless, and that's yeah. what they're prioritizing. Like the shirt that they made last time was "Did You Pray Today?" It was slapped in the back of a vintage tee, and then they put like puff print on there. Super simple, but it's effective, and you're gonna remember forever. I I totally agree with it. There's shirts that are timeless that. For someone uh, who collects vintage, I totally understand the idea of, like, yeah, these shirts are good for a reason. Like, the quality is good. The wear is good. The fit's right. And it's, like, if you can do small altercations to them, those end up being some of, like, the best shirts people make. And it's, like, finding the right line. Sometimes people will try and rework these shirts. Like, I hate – I stitched 45 different T-shirts together. All together. It's it's, it's tacky. It never looks good. good. People need to let that go, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look crazy. No, 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 no. So, you're not playing that game. No, I totally agree. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm going to grab Larry. Okay. Yeah, I think anything with, like, the 50 shirts all stitched together shit was just, like, uh, B-story rip and then just trash after that. Yeah, it's too much. It's way too much. People just find, like, certain things, and I think they latch onto them. And they think, like, oh, this is going to be, like, you're all just making the same shit. <laughs> it happens all the time. And that's, like, the hard part that you, to differentiate from. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys feel like the you're you're rocking the separating from that idea of, like. Oh, for us? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, honestly, if you really, the bread and butter is always going to be a good tea. And everybody would need a T-shirt. So if you can make a good design, that's yeah. all you need, honestly. And I think these brands, they'd be trying to do a, especially in that first year, they'd be trying to work, rework different things too, too much. Worry about the simplicity of every, of it all. I a totally. good hoodie and a good shirt. And then after that, you can work in some more garments and everything else that could be a little bit more perplexed. Like when it comes to uh, the varsity, that was very, that was, it was interesting. Dude, it was I, hard. One, totally agree on the T idea. Because I think slow. it's, that's like the first step is like mm-hmm. have a T or something like, it's just an identity a little bit mm-hmm. too. I mean, Frico Rico on the art design yeah, with that, the, it was crazy. With the it one T is just like absolutely bananas. Yeah, so I love fun. that. We got some other stuff coming uh, up. But yeah. dude, the varsities are crazy. Yeah, the varsities I know we touched really on well. a little yep. bit. We got another one coming in April. It's a lot of stuff. That was it a pain like to get, to get them made? Cause yeah. I mean, were patches made separate? Like what? So we had a, we did the manufacturing in a foreign country and dude, so COVID happening. Uh, we had the pre-orders back in September. We just got them literally, what was that, a week, two weeks ago? Yeah. Like a week and a half ago. And it's due to COVID. COVID just destroyed all type all of that, hopes for yeah. all that. Yeah, so it was a lot that had to do with that. So it was just, you know, sending out emails, being communicative with the people that did buy it. But a lot of people was pretty understanding of everything. You know, I think people are pretty doing. like, okay. And especially when you're like, hey, this was a pre-order. Mm-hmm. They're getting made. Like yeah, it's, it's gonna take time. And you're always gonna get people who just like jump off it. Like, yeah, man, asshole, a couple assholes. But it's nothing that is too much for us to be. Yeah, not be able to understand. And that person so. honestly ends up buying the next time you drop something, they will. anyways. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, just yeah. like they just people get impatient, they and do. then and I can't even be mad because they, they buy it. I can't. Yeah, but at the same time too, it's like you're getting something made. This isn't yeah. fucking Amazon. Like it's the same way. I look at like thrifting where it's like, dude, people are like, hey. Uh, why don't you, could you keep an eye out for Metallica shirts for me? I'm like, yeah, it's, dumbass. Of course. Like, they're not just for you yeah, either. Like, uh, it's because they're $200. Yeah. Like, fucking don't talk to me about this. Like, mm-hmm. some people get it, and some people are just like, are just want it now. They don't catch like, the nuance of it all, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah. They'll catch it sort of. It's later. people who I think are just n- very new to, like, getting stuff that is in a higher quality or at a limited amount. Mm-hmm. So they're just very, like, that was yeah, a great analogy. Just, yeah. People just want stuff immediately. They want their confirmation number, like, the next mm-hmm. day. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, there's just small businesses that it doesn't make sense to even do it that way. We trying, you know what I mean? Yeah. We are trying. No, yeah. and it's, I mean, sometimes there is, like, laziness that it's just, like, bad, like, you know, poorly run. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, like, shit like COVID happens, and you're like, yeah, I mean, we're trying to figure out how to, like, basically get this jacket made. I'm mm-hmm. sure the email chain was fucking bananas. It was disastrous. Like, we really started in COVID. Like, yeah. literally, the year started, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, you feel me? By April, we did the hoodies for the brother hoodies, and then after that, lockdown, smack dab, right was, in the middle yeah. of it. And we had to find ways to keep maneuvering and keep moving. But it's been good. Spencer's doing well. Give it next time I come in, we're gonna talk about the updates. It's gonna be crazy. Dude, Don't even worry. I, that for the part two, we'll get into the, yeah, we gonna the see updates. All the success that we are got. We, we got are we partying stuff. for the one year anniversary, dude? Or we, I think Tyrone got something that he's uh planning. If I'm correct, we, I gotta fly down to Atlanta. Should. No, we might be doing a pop up in Cleveland. We might be. Ooh. But I don't know. I'm gonna talk to him and see about it. But that's what I believe. So, Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides that, though, I'm excited yeah. for that. It's looking good, um, dude. I want to get back to the art though, because I feel good, like good. I just need your. How are you feeling about some of these dudes like blowing up big? Like mm-hmm. we we're talking about Frico Rico. Right. Uh, who's the one? Is it ja, it's like Jazzy or something? I'm not familiar. But like, how are you feeling about people blowing up? Do you think it's authentic, or do you think there's a weird hype part of art? Mm-hmm. That people are like, oh, dude, I gotta have this now. Uh, it's both, and I think that's the beauty of the art world. Like the art world, honestly, is like a hustle. It's so, so it's the best because yeah. nothing has any actual value. Not at all. It's all, it's all made up number. It, it is. You gotta think though. The art world has been around as long as we've done had trade trade in house. Um, yeah. You feel me? It was always a way for the rich to be able to maneuver their money. And there's that's there's all no, it is. And the thing is, there's really like yeah, like I said, there's no actual like value like it's paintings no are only art. valued based off what they were previously the sold up exactly and you if you have paintings that don't have previous sale dates it's like oh how'd you get the number and you're yeah, like you just shoot made it up shoot into the dark yeah and that's that's the beauty of it all but i have no problem with these things because you know when if you catch on to that fire i pray that you can run with it and then you yeah. can figure it out because it's not a lot of people that make make money doing art and i realized that and i was saying in high school not everybody nobody really told me that to, like this is going to work out a couple yeah. people did but if we're being like we're talking about the majority everybody was telling me to get a regular job why because this is a huge bet and yeah. a lot of people don't make it why because they think art is just the only thing that's going to be able to get you in the room no it has a lot to do with what we were talking about you have to be a character and people latch on to that anything that we care about in art it usually has somebody in the background usually that has some type of uh, mystique to them or they're very out and boisterous yeah. yeah and it happens it's only those two usually and it's, sometimes it's some in-between points but that's usually the baseline yeah you're either ultra reserved yep. or you're fucking coming you're out, out swinging exactly and but like we were talking about when we were like touch on like how Picasso was is like that's how some of those people were. It's like mm-hmm. some of those people are like, yo, I'm at the bar, fucking wilding all. The- I got a mm-hmm. gun on me with blanks that I'm just firing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah he did, he did. Dude, just some wild shit where you're like, yep. dude, this or it's like, no one, no one has knows seen what this you shit. are. We don't know yeah. exactly, but sometimes some people want to let the art speak exactly. Banksy, Banksy is a prime example. Yep. yep, but I think the hard part is you don't want to get that, like, blowout. Like, Banksy is also the perfect example of, like, Banksy just, like, was so... The popularity of Banksy is art itself. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's what that documentary where the guy was acting like... No, you remember the documentary where the guy was acting like Banksy? And yeah. And then he starts yeah. to make money well, from that it? Was, yeah, well, that was... Yeah, I think that was Because that was, like, line. a whole Banksy documentary yes, that he made where he just, like, converted this to... Yes, and yeah. hijacked. Exactly. Well, he, like... I think he planned it initially. He just kind of, like, planted the idea with the dude and just... It was, like, a very weird like almost mo- not mockumentary yeah it is true but art is avant-garde and you can really you can pull anything it's just if the people the people need to latch on to what you're doing that's all it is the it pe- don't matter what you're doing that's exactly what i mean what's yeah. the the picasso idea again of when he did the fucking he just took the urinal or whatever and just hung on the wall upside down yeah. and he just signed Picasso yep. and remember everyone's the banana like, thing? holy fuck, yep. dude. Yep. Could yep. you imagine this? Y'all remember the banana situation last oh, year where dude, they put the banana the dude taped the banana Come on the wall? man. Come oh, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's real. Art is really performative and it doesn't matter who you are. If you can find a way to get into the room, yeah. run. I don't care who you is. I don't care what you do, honestly. I just don't care. I just hope that you understand that legacy is the most important thing with art because everybody, honestly, it's people that can paint way better than me and I'm perfectly fine with that, but it's not about that. It's about yeah. can you can you convey a message and can people feel what you're trying to tell? I feel the same way about guitar because I'm, yep. I'm not the best player in the world. Come on. It's yeah. feelings. Think about Kanye and think. I don't. I don't ever compare myself to real artists. I, yeah. Not as who paint, but more so people who make music, because that's how I usually think about stuff. Kanye is a prime example. Kanye is not the best lyricist. He's not the best uh, or singer. And when, even when we were talking about songwriting, honestly, no. But the and, amalgamation of it all is yeah. what we latch on to. When you think about Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's the is, character. Exactly. It's the char- it's the working parts. Yeah. It's the character. It's the Margella mm-hmm. masks. Yes, it's this it's fucking all of it. like almost it's a play. All of it. And he was he is a good 
example of someone who's example. like, listen, I get it. I'm just a character. Yep. Maybe college dropout was like the most like organic actual thing he was, but it was like, but it's like so many layers. It's just evolve. He's just evolving into these things that you're just like, oh, you get it, man. You're like, I have to live almost just like a new lifestyle for like all these random things where I just like. He's like dressed as the Phantom of the fucking Opera and like yeah. Swarovski crystals. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude, what is yeah. happening? Oh, he definitely has like it's not him. It's people creating it. But he it's, has good taste, and you've seen that. Though. Yeah, because he, he's always latched onto the right people and the right and the right that things is at the right true. times. Yeah, and that, even with that, that's a that's an art of its own to know what's about to be the next thing. And yeah. Kanye's always had that, and he's done a good job at like catapulting a ton of people, right no people. matter like yeah. what. No matter what you feel about any of them, it's mm-hmm. like a lot of them have all become like super, super ultra successful. successful. Super successful. There's the one like picture that. of them at the Paris fashion show. And, that's, all, and they all became somebody. Yeah, they all be, yeah. are probably huge in fashion. Yep, in their, in their respected areas. That's exactly where I want to be at. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care about any other artists that's came before me. I love their legacy and everything else, yeah. but that's more so, that's not what I want. I want to be some type of vessel to where other people around me can find ways to succeed. And it's not even with, with art. I want it to be in fashion. I really want to get into documentary work. I want to do a little bit of everything. But I'm seeing though, if I just work slowly but surely and I get into the room, then I can kind of work my way into anything. Because right now, I'm, I'm only 20, and by the time I'm in my 30s or 40s, I can be peeling into all type of different other things. But right now, I need to champion the artwork because that's going to get me in the door. Smack First. me in and I can do everything else. I mean, I think that it's just showing, yeah, that you have direction of like, you know, okay, I have the capability to do these different things. Yes. And like we said from the beginning, it's like, yeah, you're throwing things at the wall to mm-hmm. be like, cool, I have a bunch of different mm-hmm. material for a portfolio. It's not just like, hey, here's a bunch of this. It's like, all right, one thing got me in here. Let me show you the 10 other things I That's can good, do. Exactly. Because it's not just like a one-trick pony, Mm-mm. which is what you really can't be anymore unless you're right. just like – yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and I, yeah, that's not me because I, I, I don't really. And I'm being honest with you. I don't draw a lot. I don't do none of that. Honestly, my artwork just speaks to how I feel in the moment. And yeah. usually, I think of them. And I always said this since I was like 18. My artwork is like visual love letters. So instead of me writing, I'm just visualizing the things that I feel. And I don't usually. I don't feel like almost anything. Usually, sometimes I be chilling. But when I do have those moments where I want to re- reflect, that's when the artwork comes out. So it's it's very natural. I don't push myself to do it right now, yeah. but. I'm ha- I'm happy that I have so much room now because I stopped making artwork for a year and a half, and in that year, so much has happened to me yeah. regarding almost being homeless again, getting a job, me graduating high school, and then dealing with like social pressures, my family life, relationships with women. It's a lot of stuff that I have now as inspiration to create, and I'm thinking my artwork right now. Well, all the artwork that I'm doing from since November till when I do the art show, all that is like me making an album. So each song, each painting in my head is like is a track. A song. Exactly. I mean, and, that's a yeah. very good way that like to think about in our show honestly especially when you have because an art show can be a super fucking daunting thing it, like it everyone scary. i've put helped put on art shows i've been there for a bunch of art shows and i know just the like kind of pressure it is to do a bunch of pieces where people are like hey can my two friends actually do the show with me and i'm like yeah man it's cool because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like it takes a lot of time and effort Dedication. To get through, like, painting, it's. I feel like it can be exhausting. It's emotionally draining. You know that, yeah, it's a weird yeah. thing that, you know, I feel like I don't paint, but I get the concept of, like, when you're done, yeah. I do collaging, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on glue and scissors. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but, no, I feel like it... I get that it's like a mentally exhausting thing that like to just go in after you finish one painting and be like, all right, we're on to the next one. You're like, motherfucker, we just Mm -hmm. finished one, dude. Man, it's like you're going into the depths of your soul. Like literally, because it sounds romanticized, but honestly, it is true. When you're painting, specifically with something personal, you're dealing, you gotta like, you're breaking layers of yourself so you can kind of understand what's the complexity of it and then make it as simple as possible so other people around you can understand what you're trying to say. And it's like I'm trying to, it's like I'm trying to explain my brain. Which, 
Okay, I can kind of get that. Yeah, I, I'm manic. That's why if you look at my earlier artwork, a lot of that artwork, it, I'm, I'm using all of the canvas. And that was always how I was doing it because that's how I think of my brain. Like, sometimes I'm thinking about art. Sometimes I'm thinking about some jazz. And then other times I'm thinking about some quotes that I thought about when I was, like, in middle school. And I'm trying to get all that compressed into this little canvas. So into now this one small block. Exactly. So now, just like, and I think... My my personal development has played a lot of roles into my artwork because when I was when I was younger I used to talk a lot more and now with me you know appearing at the twenty one I'm way more hesitant on my words but I'm making sure that when I say something it's the right thing to say or it's, 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 it is as impactful as possible so yeah. with my artwork I'm trying to do the same thing I'm not trying to use the whole canvas but instead make sure when I'm I'm stroking that canvas pause that it is exactly what it needs to be. I, so, no, I mean, I can definitely, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good way to break it down is like, just as you get older, you try to become like more concise almost. Yeah, I'm which, trying. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying and to say. And I mean, yeah. it's just being able to like focus in, like I'm absolutely horrible at it. I started a podcast and have five shows going on it right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like the one to talk about like, yeah, as <laughs> as I run a vintage store as well <laughs> and work, working on tote bags. Shout out, Matt. Yeah, no, but, no, I think that is just, like, a good way to be to just, like, narrow down, like, at least what you think is important and just kind of, like, figure that out and, like, mm-hmm. this is more impactful if it's just, like, this less is more. It really is. And I, I want that so badly right now because that's what I want my life to be. I don't want my life to be um, overly blown. I, like, I really want to make everything as straight to the point as possible because it makes it easier for everybody around me. And I want my artwork to like be a little like minimalist too. style? A little bit more. Just a little a bit. Li- you like know that what I'm step up? Yes. You're not going tiny home. Not too minimal, but just enough. And that's like, what I think I'm getting to now. And just I, it's at fun. that right point. It is. And it's fun. It's like, like right now, that's another thing I've been working on too. The majority of the artwork is going to have the same color palette. So some of the some of the same colors are going to be in every single painting. And okay. specifically, the ones you're going to see the most um, in the art show is going to be um, it's this pink. I love pink. I grew up in a pink house on Coventry. And that was kind of where I had the most love for artwork at. That's when I was growing into myself. The and most. I feel like that's probably when Coventry. Was still Poppin'. fun. It was 2006 through 2009. That yeah. was my so, childhood. So, I mean, you yeah. still had Heart and Soul. You feel me? Yeah. Grok Shot? Yeah, but I used to try gro- to go in there when I was a kid. 2009, 2010, I was there. Mm-hmm. Was it was still fun. I mean, but you had Grog Shop. You had Heart and Soul was over yep, there. Yep, yep, yep. I, was, uh, I was at the Game Exchange. That was my Dude, you they gaming, knew me. But, like, you just had a lot of yeah. places that were, like, there were people down there, and it was fucking kind of bustling, I felt like. It was. And it could have been me looking through it. Like rose colored lenses yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I still felt like it was a cool place to be. Like there we was still had the parade though. Still, so you remember that? Like the whole Coventry parade situation. No, they would, they would stop the whole block, and then you can go in. They had all types of stuff you could do. Oh, really? oh yeah, so it was like that for years until so people would start shooting, and then they had to shut it down. But yeah, that whole time period when I was living down there, it was so artsy. I was starting to love art, so yeah. I equate the pink to my childhood, and I think that's what I need with my artwork because I'm trying to like peer into that child, like go back into that me? like mindset. Yeah, because it's hard because that's what the artist is supposed to be. You're supposed to be the kid, and when you as soon as you get out of high school, real life pressures hit you hard. Yeah, like as soon as you get out, and when you start to have your own house, you got your own car, and you're trying to fend for yourself, then you're trying to manage uh, family life and friendships and lovers. It's a lot. Not lovers plural, but you know a lover. <laughs> um, you feel me? They're they're in a row. They're not together. You know what I'm saying? You still you feel me? Yeah, but. Um, we're all good. We swing. Yeah, y'all get on saying. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we're cool. Well, Key parties, to, dude. Yeah. I'm out here. Look, look. What I'm trying. Doorbell. It says if you don't swing, don't ring. Lord have mercy. But yeah, y'all get on saying. I'm trying. You like it's a lot that you're trying to um understand. And with that, a lot of people who have these gifts, they you'll see push them to the side because you're just trying to maintain. Yeah. And that main that maintenance, it can really push you down. That's what I did with that first that year and a half when I wasn't making art. I was working at Amazon for. From October 1st to November 28th. That whole time period, I didn't care about no damn art. I was just trying to survive. Survive, yeah. Oh, shout out Euclid. small business. Mm, yeah, shout out to capitalism. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Think about that a little bit. That's interesting. Um, so I quit Amazon. Not quit. So you were like a freelance kind of deal for them? Or how did that no, so <laughs> I, I graduated high school. Um, what was that? May mm-hmm. 2019. We had that. The one on the east side? That was in Euclid. Yeah. So yeah. I graduated in Euclid. I did my artwork for a couple months. I had a really good art show. I made a lot of money. I blew through that money fast. I just graduated high school. I'm in New York. I'm enjoying myself. Mm. And I came back home. I was I was damn near homeless. I ain't had nowhere to go. My mom had let me come back in and I got my job at Amazon. I was working there and I got numb. I didn't care no more. Yeah. I thought you said you were making art for Oh, no, no, no. I was working as enslaving for that company. Jeff Bezos. I don't even want to talk about Jeff Bezos. But anyway, it was just a lot for me, you know? And thank God I had the right people around me. My friends was really on my ass about I, it. Dude, I totally 
understand that because I, dude, I was at Target forever, and then when was it? It was probably like a year and a half ago. Matt was like, "Oh, dude, by next year, dude, you just will not be working there." And I called him one day and told him I quit, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, under a year, just like I said." And I was like, (laughs) "Dude, none of my friends, like every friend I have, always just has like the best smart ass remark to me." Yeah. We understand. <laughs> you can't be in there getting yelled at. You need those people around you, man. Because if not, you can really get consumed by yourself. It, it's just also, like, it gets so boring and boring. tedious Very that tedious. you're just, like, especially, like, my job where I was just getting yelled at by people at, like, the front end. You're like, this is uh, this is great. I don't care about any of this. And people are, like, wholeheartedly screaming at me. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I, like, don't care at all. Like, yeah. just. Around. Yeah. Like, why am I here? Uh, yeah. Why am I here? This yeah. I, this lady's yelling at me one time over she spilled her own coffee on her brand new pair of Uggs. Oh, that's cute. I feel actually I feel bad for Shorty, but yeah, and I'm listening. She much older lady. Okay. Oh, now she alright. She'll she, pay, buy another one. She's like, she starts flip, flipping out, dude. She's screaming. She's like, someone's buying me new fucking Uggs right fucking now. I need two hundred fucking dollars. And I was like, oh. You're fucking crazy if you think I'm going to give you $200. That's my whole check, baby. And it's also like, dude, we don't give you, like, cash. You know what I'm saying? We should be open up the skin. Yeah, like, I'm just taking out a couple 20s here. Yeah, just throw them at you. Like, I'll give you a gift card. And it's also like, dude, first off, why are you wearing Uggs? It's like. 2018, dude. Like, secondly, is we're we're at Target, okay. Once yeah. again, they don't care about you. We they don't, don't. Yeah, it's not like you're the most important person. It's yeah. like we're just gonna get you in, get you out of here. Keep it's pushing. gonna be fine, dude. Mm-hmm. Keep on pushing there. Yep, that's exactly how it is. Ooh, we just had a friendly guest roll in the studio. Yes, we have yo-hey the we had the, the yo hey yo yo. You know what I mean? Yo hey, or as I used to call him, hey yo. Oh, there we go. Mr. Unmovable. Can't, can't we're actually not letting you listen to it. We blocked you on all formats. Really? Yeah. yeah he, he talked to me about you, uh, Yohei, before I got here. Yeah. So we all discussed it because you haven't signed your W-9 yet to say you work for me. <laughs> <Forged it. It's laughs> <done. laughs> when you sign the W-9 and yeah, we're, we're, you now. <laughs> we're I, tax I official. <laughs> That's all I've wanted, dude. For sure. And now I'm going to get one of those giant chairs. Yeah, man. What's up, man? Um, 46 minutes. 46? So, all right, we took a quick little pause there for, for Yohei saying hello. Yeah, a, a good intermission. And now he, uh, of course, just had to take a phone call mm. immediately. He's a busy So man. rude. But, um, <laughs> no, Sean brought up a good point just about, I think, when creating, like, the idea of, like, trying to push and create trends versus, like, following or just like adapting like the current state of things Mm. to see what's selling and what's moving and then being like all right interpret like your interpretation or your like extra spin on it Mm. you like i mean for me personally when it comes to like doing any kind of design stuff of like the small amount i've done it's always just like i love just like vintage stuff so i just think about like vintage tees and like the pm like Grand Prix tea is just like, dude, Grand Prix teas are always sick. Yeah. And then on the back, it's just like, yeah, but do it in the most dangerous cities I can think of. <laughs> Granted, I don't know if all those cities are dangerous. I just, right? huh? Okay, dude, maybe s- someone came in and was like, gave me the European spellings of all of them. And I'm like, dude, fuck that, man. This is the Google. <laughs> this, this shit's on Wiki, dude. It's got to be legit. We tried to look them up. No, well, we looked up most dangerous cities, but then it had them all spelled out, dude. Caracas was spelled wrong, apparently. Kuala Lumpur. Never heard that before. Caracas is in Venezuela. Yeah, I have no idea. I I just know these cities from someone's like, we got the assassin from Caracas, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, it's like you just kind of like hear things, and like I feel like things absorb into you that you're like indirectly. Yeah, yeah. that you're like, oh, I just naturally have always thought this is cool. Yeah. I feel like when you're a kid too. Like you were saying with when you were at Coventry, mm-hmm. like the things you see as a kid that you first start noticing things are cool, that's the shit that like sticks on you the longest. Forever. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That yeah. like, yeah, having that just mindset of like, oh man, I remember I wanted this shit so bad, I couldn't get it, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, 
I need it all. Mm-hmm. Find all the X-Men tees. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, with our inspirations, they usually come from, like, a lot of parts of our life. So yeah. it could be from different areas, and it could be the little things that we like, that we really want to, like, consume and try to, like, rework. And people do that all the time. And I think with me, specifically, like, with the things that I know I like, when that could be with fashion or just with art, I'm definitely trying to, like, pull from the things I used to really enjoy when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just shit that I've always thought that, like, skateboarding to me as a kid was, like, the coolest shit ever. Or, like, graffiti was, like, the coolest. Like, my cousin was into both. He was mm-hmm. 16, and I was fucking six. And it's like, this is the coolest human being in ever. the fucking – he has Janko jeans on. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Those are some ugly jeans. Oh my god, I do not subscribe. I pray nobody try to bring that back. They're trying. No, (laughs) Daryl Brown had some big ass jeans like that recently. Who? Daryl Brown. He had some (laughs) big ass (laughs) jeans he made. I don't want that around no more. Dude, I like the super Mm. long jeans. The B story crazy long ones that go like like, uh, it was like five feet. Yeah, it was wide out. MC Hammer wide out, but then it was not tapered at the bottom. It kind of just like flooded, and I was. I don't know if I want that around. You know what I'm no. saying? I'm cool with baggy jeans, though, but, man, that was different. That's just a hard... It's like a parachute. It is an insane style. Yeah. I feel like no. that was... I'm cool with the fanny pack, though. Bring the fanny pack back, man. Come on. I feel like you the fanny pack... The fanny pack me? is still it's back, though. You guys just thing. put it on the shoulders. Yeah. I know, but I don't want it's the shoulder... It's just on the shoulder now. Tighten the strap for the shoulder. I don't the want the shoulder rock. I don't want the shoulder rock. Like, put it put it on my waist, B. Like, put it right there. I don't want it nowhere else. It should be right where it should be. Yeah, I was in high school. See, killing I, the game I, with my I fanny pack. I rock it on the side. Oh, y'all couldn't tell me nothing in high school. Oh, yeah. Y'all would have loved me in high school. Mm-hmm. When I was working at Chipotle, shout out to Chipotle. When I was at Chipotle, mm-hmm. tenth, eleventh grade, I would have my uh, fanny pack. I was the man. I used to have like used to have like a little area you can go get your money at. So I would get my five hundred dollars. I'll put in my fanny pack. Not supposed to be having it in school, but I just felt like the man. Yeah, you're and like my fanny yeah. was right there. Like ain't no man gonna touch my no area over there. No one's coming you at me. Ain't nobody gonna touch that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that is like a really solid spot to be like. You can't steal. You're not touching me right there. Oh. Speaking of, you feel me? Don't speaking touch of, no. I just need to touch with you on this because it's just it's been in my mind. I'm I've, all ears. I've been polling people. Okay, how do we feel about a twenty-three million dollar diamond in the middle of your forehead? Man, shout out to Uzi, man. He definitely in that Steven Universe bag. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Boy, definitely think he's the, <laughs> he's the vision, dude. You know what I'm saying? And it's he's becoming wrong the with vision. It. He he's vision. It's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong it's, that he thinks he's an you know android. Saying? But I'm telling you, it's gonna get hot if somebody catch him on the wrong. That's day, what I'm saying, he's dude. Snatching it off his head. I'm telling you, someone someone could Caravaggio this motherfucker, cut his head off. Could you imagine? He, like Medusa. Oh. He's going to be in If he get in a fight, it's a wrap. You know where they're coming for. That's what I'm saying. First I mean, off, if you can get I'm a chain you. stolen off your body, a chain that's he's around your neck. that damn thing off of his Someone head. can pluck a small diamond off your forehead, dude. Ooh, it's going to be a good day for whoever do that. And that's what I'm saying. Even if you sell that 20, 24, man. 24 you can cut even half if you that. sell it. Eight Bugattis. Come on, even man. Even if you sell Come that. Come on, man. Sell that bitch at half price on the black market. You're still making out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man, for real. And here's the other thing: if you if you take the dude's head, man, now you got the diamond earrings and everything. You know I mean? Like, it's someone, it might get medieval. It's like, it might get Texas chainsaw yeah. type. You feel me, man? Uh, Uzi crazy. I don't know. I don't understand. Some fashion is just. It not seems. For me. Here's the thing. I. I, no. I pray not, but we can't even say that because look about how, how face how, like the face tattoos became such a normal thing now. That's true, but I don't think. I think having a smaller diamond would be like it's fine. I've seen something similar to that before. It's not, but it's like people's already been doing something like little diamonds yeah, on their face. People do dermals, but the mm-hmm. thing is, that is, the but teeth. how much? Yeah. How much does that diamond weigh? Sitting on the smallest amount of skin you have on your entire like skin to skull. I'm very curious how he sleeps. That. You know think what I'm about because you imagine you like on the pillow and you think about girl trying to have a quick little turn. You got a piercing, you attached to a piercing, so he can take it out. No, he. I mean, remember you said because it was like on the side. Oh no, they had to like take it out and readjust it. It's gonna just grow. It grows there and stays there forever. Think about having sex with him with that. With some girl. You feel me? But also think if that diamond falls out while he's like he's getting it on, dude. He's like he's like dude. 
Uh, we gotta look for this diamond, man. We're stopping everything. Yeah, bro, yeah, it's <laughs> Twenty-four million dollars in this bag. That's real rich sex. That's real. That's, <laughs> it just seems also really gross. Like it's it seems thing. just a very like Uzi doesn't seem the most sanitary no. looking. You know, what I'm I saying? totally if like being technical. I totally agree. With like, that. <laughs> like, do he seems you, like a sticky guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, specifically when he first came out. So I don't know. That's. Let me be a rapper, though. He's changing into an android, though. You know what I'm saying? A synthesoid. I wish when he got it, he was like, yeah, I got an infinity stone on my head. Hey, yo, I'm telling you, if I was a rapper, and if I was still doing art, there will be Terry Scissorhands. I'd be having artwork. Like, like, oh, yeah. I'd be having paintbrushes on my shit. That'd Ooh! be... I'm changing the game, y'all. I'm telling that you. That would be... Terry the Don. What? Terry the Don, Terry paintbrush Don, fingers. <laughs> Quit playing with me. I'm telling you. Dude. That might be fire. You know, if I get rich, like real rich, oh, let me get real rich. I'm getting, I'm definitely getting me a glove with paintbrushes. Dude, that would be insane. What's your name? What, hear this we first. Accomplish that right now, Yo, I'm telling Yo, you, hey, he shut, don't kill No, I dreams. need diamonds though. Star yeah. studded diamonds, diamonds on some Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. We're man. trying to make like an I infinity you said a glove with paintbrushes. I'm like, nah. we can do that nah. today. I want diamond encrusted Terry's all over it. <laughs> I need the diamonds written with my name. Yeah. You feel me? It's like it looks like an infinity gauntlet, kind of, but it's just got paintbrushes. You know what I'm saying? I need it to be like it can, it can heat up for me if I'm getting warm, getting too cold okay. while I'm painting. Bluetooth. You feel, Bluetooth. If I want Obviously. some music, you know what I mean. If I want some mob deep while I'm painting, I can just look at the glove and don't know. I need all that. I need all that. Did you have a? I know you're. A, so no Alexa in the house then? No, I mean no. I don't like any of those, dude. <laughs> no, I don't really like Siri. You know, what I'm I don't. It, I don't like. I know no. it's listening, but I don't want to acknowledge it like i don't want to involve myself in the conversation see siri triggers me like my mom used to be real demanding you feel me okay when i think of siri she's like turn left i'll be like damn sharon like nah man maybe (laughs) i'm doing the next i'm doing the next one (laughs) but yeah i was i'm fine i also my siri i swear guys like the absolute worst it sends me to places where i'm like oh take me home and then they're like Home restaurant in Macedonia. Yep. And I'm like, yep. dude, this is not it. Are you fucking kidding me? And then she's like, that's not nice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, cool dude, on I'm cool on I fucking shit. hate this shit. Siri, cool off. I'm trying to change my uh, music, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm good for the music. But like, hey, Siri, because you put on John Coltrane, you know, a love supreme. And then she'd be like, yes, Terry. I'd be like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Dude, you do have a good, like, you have a real classy music selection. I love everything. I was just listening. Look, I love JPEG Mafia. I love Kendrick Lamar. I love D'Angelo. He has one of the best albums that ever got created. I love. Uh, Griselda Bra- Oh no no Voodoo Voodoo oh, is one of my favorite yeah. albums Frank Ocean I hope Frank Ocean Make another album But what? yeah I love music I I was, That's say, why you... I make the playlist For each uh, painting That was a real thing I really I knew it was gonna be Something that was gonna be Really different That you wanted to do Yeah cause I've never Saw nothing like that And I feel as though Like my, my, my earlier artwork I used to do the whole Thank you In my earlier artwork I used to do the caption And I will explain the painting And I was just Something about that It just seemed too normal Everybody has done it And in Cleveland specifically When I started making artwork A lot of people did it And it's not me trying to and, act like it was And I'll be honest It's like A lot of that Is just like People don't read it No like, they, I don't. Definitely they sa- don't I've sat there Honest to God And looked at one of those Descriptions from someone's painting And just been like Super stoned And not read a single yeah, not, no. I just did it for five minutes So people mm-hmm. thought I did And then I walked right yeah, I'm away I'm cool on it I think it's just <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah that seems good man yep. That was a good one Yep it's pretentious it's So It's deep <laughs> It's just deep right there uh, dude Yeah What'd you think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah Since I didn't want to do that no more I thought I had to find another way To make sure that people Understand what the artwork was about So instead of doing that I got playlists now So you that can listen is, to the whole playlist yeah. So you can catch the storyline So between the playlist My Insta snap So I make the When I usually drop idea. the pan yeah, and then on my Insta Snap, when I usually drop the painting, the whole Insta Snap is dedicated to the painting. And then outside of that too, uh, I'll be using um, poetry. So now I'm about to be introducing my website. So when the painting come out, you're gonna have a playlist. You got the actual painting, then you have the poetry too. And it all is the amalgamation of the idea for the, the same like on. concept. Yeah, I want to do uh, in my art show. I got visuals, the visuals I want to do for yeah. each painting. It's so much I want to get done because it's supposed to be an experience. And I, wish, I feel like that's not what people are doing right now. Damn, I wish you could. That's what I'm saying. It'd be sick as fuck to almost have like. Head, like headphones at the painting. Oh, trust me. Oh, no, Pat. No, no, no. Right? We, we, we it's funny that you said that, but no, I have some things. Yeah. The art show going to be happening in April. I got another, another situation that I really want to prioritize before that, which I'm I'm really being steadfast on getting done. But yeah. Damn, that is. Mm-hmm. Shows, uh, 
Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, Instagram is Terry the Don. Um, I have. That's the only one. Honestly, y'all need to care about. <laughs> Instagram is Terry the Don. Everything else is not really the thing. But I do have a YouTube coming out. I'm gonna be doing uh, video essays when it comes to music, politics. I want to talk about the black experience that's not being shared on regular media outlets because they kind of make us into more like um sick dogs that need to be pampered and sheltered, and that's not really the situation. So I want to talk about that. I got some books that I want to showcase that I think people should read. I have so much I want to do. I want to do a book club. <laughs> Terry got some things that you want to do. Dude, I'm so happy. I definitely made the right choice to get like one of the most intellectual people I know just right off rip on my first the first interview episode. So that way that we we have plenty to talk about, dude. This was a fucking good time. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I hope for the next one y'all gonna actually have the fruits of my labor so y'all can really see. I was gonna say, I mean, I think there's definitely is going to be a part two coming. Hopefully, I hope so. let's. I hopefully we can do one right before my art show. Yeah, and I think right before we get off, I definitely want to say um, I'm about to be doing some stuff with my artwork. I want to help the homeless in Cleveland. Okay, so I'm gonna be doing something in the next two months that's going to be uh, prioritizing using my artwork as a vessel for us to help with um, vegan meals, gift cards. I want to do a little bit of everything. I was almost homeless a couple times in my uh, only 20 years of existence. So I definitely want to prioritize that. Everybody talking about stay at home. Where the hell are these people gonna go? They don't got nowhere to stay, so I definitely want to help that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, go on there, follow Terry the Don on Instagram. Oh, hopefully April or May. Um, we still trying to finalize everything and uh, get the money right, but I think it's gonna work out. So yeah, keep an ear out for that. We'll keep you guys posted mm-hmm. through most our channels. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we're getting some more interviews coming to you guys soon. As always, follow us, Threads and Dreads Pod, on Instagram. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace.